All right, Steven, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yep. So what's up, everyone? I was just telling Steven before he came on the show that it seems as though every single week I get excited for the week that has happened. And this one lived up to it. Of course, you all know what I'm going to talk about today. Um, we had watch parties at the job. So you already know where that's going. Before we get into that, Steven, how you been? What's good with the quick slants? What's up with everything going on in life? And nice Nike gear. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Oh, shift movement. Um, <laughs> no quick slants for a couple of weeks. Um, probably not going to jump back on that until close to the New Year's Six games. It's a couple more weeks. Um, not a whole lot of, of other things going on. Just getting ready for the holidays, planning some trips with the fam. Mm. Um, hey, man, just working, you know, just working. Yeah. So that's about it. That's about it. Nothing, nothing, nothing on my end. That's kind of been, I would say the same thing over here every single day, like doing the same thing. They always say same shit, just different day and mm -hmm. just different day is same shit. And that's kind of how it is. Um, terms of the spaces. So last week, well, this Monday, we didn't have anybody on. I kind of used it as a time just to end up just talking um, about everything going on in like crypto wise, uh, the big thing. And I think I can use this as a segue. Um, everyone knows about Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, he was arrested in the Bahamas. He was in charge of FTX. People were wondering, like, was he going to be arrested? What was going to end up happening with that? So to let everyone know, he was arrested. They did deny him bail. So he's at least in a Bahamian jail until I think they said like February 3rd or so. And then after that, they will figure out what they'll end up doing um, with him. But y'all are happy for this. I don't really think it matters if he's in jail or not in jail because half y'all not getting your shit back like that's the big thing like if you're not getting your money back what does it really matter um if he's going to jail or not yes of course like oh maybe he won't be doing something else but the bigger thing is a lot of the people that were affected won't get their money back um i know it's happened to me before i can use full disclosure for this and i know steven's eyes are going to get big one night i went to sleep like staking maybe four thousand dollars in one of these different cryptos i woke up and the site wasn't working anymore <laughs> And I was so upset. So I was like, oh, I'm going to make that shit back. Dude, my wife, but Brooke would kill me. <laughs> Brooke would kill me. Yo. <laughs> but nope. the craziest part is um, they started telegrams and stuff saying, oh, we're going to prosecute this person. Listen, y'all want this whole decentralized cryptocurrency and stuff like that. But when the decentralized shit doesn't work in your favor, then you want to call mom and dad to help save you. And that's not when it happens. Um, so with something like that, I kind of had to chalk it up to like lick my wounds and just realize um, things like that are going to happen. You just need to end up making smarter decisions. So I kind of done that and I trust Frank. It's like, no, um, I just diversify. That's like Frank. the biggest thing. Yeah. Shout out to Frank. He can be the neighbor. He can be whatever you guys want him to be. But um, diversifying is always a big thing. And I think that's what I'm bringing all this up to. If you diversify, you won't be as affected when certain things happen. Um, yes, part of your portfolio will be affected, but not all of it will be impacted when something like that happens. Other thing I want to talk about, and it was a big story. Um, so the CPI number came out and it was lower than expected, which was a huge thing because, of course, now people are saying it was supposed to be 7.3. It came in at 7.1%. And with that, people were happy because it showed that inflation is starting to go down. Um, of course, the big thing they talk about is gas. So gas around here used to be like 330, almost 340 
a month or two ago. Now it's like three nineteen with cash and three twenty nine. Yeah, and three twenty nine <sighs> if you pay with a credit card. So it's still it's twenty cents is a big thing. Yes, um, but also I need the shit back to when it was in the twos. Hell, when I was a little kid, when it was ninety nine cent. Like, like y'all yeah, give me that twenty five, bro. <laughs> yeah, y'all Jeez. give me that again. You're not gonna hear a word from me. I will be going everywhere in the world. Um, with that one. The other thing I want to let everyone know about is the SEC and the DOG, the Department of Justice, um, they're charging seven influencers um, with doing stock pump and dumps. So a lot of you all influencers that are out there that were trying to hype up different things, Kim Kardashian, um, and different people out there hyping up cryptos and stocks, and then you just do not taking the money from everyone else, and then you think you're going to reap the benefits. The, the SEC and people are starting to find out about some of that. Um, so just pay attention to that. Another thing is Binance was a big talk because of solvency. They're saying that they are solvent. They showed like some of the reserves and stuff like that. They're doing a proof of reserve. So that was some, so big ups to CZ for um, proving his proof of reserves. And the final one, which take this for what it's worth for everyone out there, um, but Delta. So yes, the airline company Delta, um, they said that they forecast in 2023 increase in their earnings. What that means is they're in their forecasting that more people are going to be traveling come next year um that goes against with what people are saying within a recession and stuff like that so we'll see if delta's just saying that right now to end up like fluffing some of their numbers up or if they believe like that is going to end up happening um so that's the main things for the finance world i'm going to switch it over into keeping into finance but going into sports and we'll start on the nfl and the big thing that i wanted to bring up and i told Stephen i wanted to touch on this was ty hilton don't worry, I'm not talking about the player himself, but I always tell people I love looking at the numbers in the contracts. Um, Steven's done it with like Jordan, other people I know. I've been able to see like Taylor Heineke's first contract and stuff like that. And you get to see the back end and people don't understand, you know, some of these people get paid when you're like a vet, they will take care of you because for the average person, you're like, damn, for four games. This man is getting money. Yes, it's not as much as Patty Mahomes, but T.Y. Hilton's contract, the base, is $600,000 for the remaining four games. And then for every game that he's active, he gets a $50,000 bonus. Then there's an incentive for the postseason that could be up to $700,000. So for four games, then we, Steve and I talk about this all the time. Where else? Can you do something like this? You can't. No, yo, the, call like, me no one's gonna call final you. Final quarter. <laughs> yeah, no one's. Yeah, no one's gonna call you and be like, "Yo, Stephen, we need you. You bro, we need you right now. Come over here. We need for you. just, bro, just December for the final four weeks of the of, of the year. We just need you for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like, and then you can go back no. to your life. Yeah, yeah. Then go back to your other job. Yeah. So that's not really gonna happen. Um, most places, but I should. I guess it's gonna happen here. Um, that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. The other thing was with Odell Beckham Jr. I feel as though they knew this from the jump, but they used this as a story um, throughout the whole year saying like, oh, we wonder who he's going to sign with. I know at least in fantasy football ramifications, people were picking up OBG, dropping them, doing all different things with OBJ. Mm-hmm. But now they're saying he might not play till next year. And then they're saying his knee might not even be ready till next year. Me personally, I stopped really giving a damn when I realized he's 30 years old and all this shit doesn't really matter. So did you have any thoughts on that one? Um, He just like, it's just the age. That's really it. Like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, he just, he just tore his ACL almost a year ago. So it's for the most part, it's a, it's a full 
year-long recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we saw Saquon Barkley last year came back um, to start the season. I mean, he tore, it was it was almost a year, but even he admitted that he rushed it and wasn't really a hundred percent. And we saw that he wasn't a hundred percent last year, um, as opposed to what he is this year, obviously. But I think it's just the age thing with Odell, and mm-hmm. there's always like the um, I don't know the storylines that might come with Odell. Yeah, we've seen that, you know, wherever he's been at, it's, there's always been something that's going on, whether it's it's warranted and whether it's brought on by himself or not. Um, it just seems to follow him. So unless you desperately need him, unless you desperately need a receiver that badly, um, mm-hmm. I, I would say that he's not playing this year. And who knows? Maybe he'll play next year, but um, I just don't foresee him playing next year. Bro, I cannot fix my my hat. <laughs> I've I've been trying to fix this hat for like weeks, yes, bro. Weeks, <laughs> weeks, bro. And I and I don't like I don't notice it. Like you like do you see what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not straight. Like it's like the curve is like not centered with the Nike look. Oh, dude, that ugh, bothers me so. Like look at this shit. I look like a look like a hobo. Um, I look like yeah. Oh god, dude, I can't fucking this. Can't I can't deal with this stress. Um. <laughs> That like it's just it just it happens with players like that you know unless you desperately need them you know mm-hmm. no one's probably no one's gonna sign them no one's gonna yeah. want to pay him that, that kind of money and then him potentially play like a game and not play at at all mm-hmm. um, T Y Hilton is, is healthy so that's why he's getting a getting a gig yep uh, unfortunately Cole Beasley's also back in the league so hey Beasley's that, back that's that sucks um, but um, yeah you know it is what it is with with Odell I would say not playing this year, then maybe he'll play next year. Mm-hmm. That's about so it. So th- that's kind of what I was um, thinking and leading towards as well. The other thing I want to talk about before we end up doing the game picks. Yes, I know this is early um, for our game picks, but I do want to touch on uh, the NBA, especially what happened. And then also the FIFA World Cup is basically that time of the year um, right now. But what have been your thoughts about everything going on within the NFL itself or fantasy football. Do you have any regrets, surprises throughout this year so far since we're going into week 15? No, I was 10 and one and now I'm 10 and now I'm 10 and uh, 10 and three, <laughs> 10 and four, I think maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm on, I'm on a losing streak right now, but um, that was about to happen. Um, do you trust the Eagles like to win the Super Bowl? Like if you had to put money on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, would you do it? So I'm the same way as you are with the Steelers. I, I So like three of my friends and I, we always go to Eagles games every year. Like two of them are the actual Eagles fans. Like me yeah, the homies. And the big thing is we looked at the schedule and you're like, shit, this schedule is actually kind of light. Um, their regular season schedule was not that tough. There were only a couple of games that could have been the uh, pit stops or like the pit holes for them. And my other big thing is... <laughs> What if the Eagles play the Cowboys? They're both one of the teams that you know we're going to lose in the playoffs. So I always think about that. Um, That's one thing. But I really – the NFC is just not good this year. It reminds me of the old school, like, Eastern Conference in the NBA. Like, they got Chicago this weekend. They should win that game. They should. They got Dallas. Yeah. They should beat Dallas. Dallas mm-hmm. isn't that good. Offensively, they're not that good. Mm-hmm. They got New Orleans. New Orleans isn't that good. And then yeah. the Giants suck now. So like yeah, there's like there's no reason that they should lose any of those games the rest of the way. So here's the thing. But it, but it's all about the, like I don't like, but 
I also like cool. Like you went you went fifteen or sixteen and one in the regular season. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, if they don't matters. win a Super Bowl, if this two, if they don't win a Super Bowl, the season is a complete failure. Exactly. It's just it's yeah. just like when the Warriors went seventy three and nine. Great. It you had an awesome matter. regular season. Here's a participation trophy for your regular season. Yeah. But you you also blew a three one lead in the finals. So like, mm-hmm. like it's almost like it doesn't count. Like who cares if you had the greatest regular season? The Bulls went seventy two and ten, but they finished it off. But like yes. it, like it's just a complete failure if you don't if you don't win the Super Bowl this year. And like I'm not saying I don't trust the Eagles, but like yeah, their schedule has been super light, dude. Look who like they played Detroit it, the whole time. Detroit in the beginning, Minnesota. Like it was second game of the season, so you didn't know how good Minnesota was going to be. Washington, Jacksonville, Arizona, Dallas without Dak. Um, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh sucks. Houston, they lost to Washington. Indy sucks. Green Bay sucks this year. The Titans mm-hmm. are abysmal now. Again, the Giants suck. And then I got, like I said, they got Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans, and New York to finish it out. I'm not saying that the Eagles aren't a good team because if you look at what they can do offensively in their defense, yeah, they're legit. But it's like I if you're asking me who would I pick, the Eagles or the Chiefs? I'm picking the Chiefs. I've seen them do it. Exactly. I I've seen them do it. I'm I'm also I'd probably rather I I probably also pick the Bills over the Eagles too. Mm -hmm. I've seen the Bills like get that far and like be right there. Like, but you know, it's again, it's all about what you do in the in the postseason. No one gives a shit about your 16-1 regular season record if you if you make it that far. But it's going to so, be storyline until until it gets that point, right? And Jalen Hurts, I mean, I think he's probably locked up the MVP. So I think they, two things. My uh, big thing with that is everyone knows how much of a Jalen Hurts fan I am. I've been a Jalen Hurts fan since Bama, yes, but for sure Oklahoma. Um, yep. When he was there, I was like, yo, it would be super dope Like if the Eagles got him. How he was like, I heard you, Christian. Like, we about to get you Jalen Hurts. Then he ended up having to, like, chill for a little bit. Um, some people say it's the system. Some people say it's other things. I personally believe when you give him a receiver like that, good things are going to happen. So you're going to say two is the system too. He got Tyreek Hill. Like when you give these people the receivers, it helps. Now, Derek Carr's a different story. I can't really do anything to save him. Um, but in terms of the Eagles, I don't think that they will win it because they will get to the Super Bowl. I feel, or they'll lose in the nfc conference championship it's going to be one of those two i don't know who's going to beat them in the nfc i i don't know either the vikings do not look good at all um the cowboys will probably trip their own selves up um the buccaneers are probably going to get there but they don't look good either i don't know about that and (laughs) i i I, I would i would um i would say that the the eagles are using jalen hurts like you should use jalen hurts yeah, they're just doing like the RPO in in the NFL, and it's working mm-hmm. because he's a great decision maker. Um, they Miles Sanders is finally having the success and you know season that everyone's been waiting for. AJ Brown's a dog. We haven't heard Devontae Smith's name much AJ this season, but he's a dog. Um, yeah. the, the offensive line is really good. Defense healthy. is really good. They, they, they just got a lot of swag right now, but they're like I'm not, again, I'm not again, and I'm not saying that they're not get like that that they're overrated or anything it's just like we see this happen a bunch when teams go go on to have a record like this and you look back at their schedule you're like oh so you're playing like pac 12 okay that's that's yes. cool. like great you're playing practice squads okay fair enough mm-hmm. so again it, 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 i don't care what you do in the regular season they can go six they can go 15 or 16 and one or whatever it is now and jalen Hurts can win the mvp but if you don't want to do well does it matter like 
No. You know what I mean? Like Steelers have had so much success over the years, but they have they have two Super Bowls to, to show for it. And now I know that's more than most teams can say over the course of the last, you know, 20, 30 years. But like nonetheless, like it doesn't matter like how the Steelers, how many AFC conference titles they've been to or how many times they won the AFC North, like I mean, Super Bowl, you got we had no titles with Ben, Bell, and A B. None. None. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. AFC title game appearance. No Super Bowls. So like all that success, all those stats, all the numbers, it doesn't fucking matter. Like none of that matters until you win a Super Bowl. That's why so, I trust the that's why I trust the Chiefs over anybody else because they've done it before. They have they have Mahomes threw for eight thousand yards and five thousand touchdowns in a season, won the MVP, and it's like okay, cool. Let's see what you got in the postseason. So I know it's just the Cowboys. <laughs> no, they don't. And that's my big thing. So while Steven's been talking, I've been doing like kind of research to end up seeing, comparing it to the different teams in the AFC. The Bills have three losses. Two of their losses came against AFC teams, the Dolphins and the Jets. The Chiefs have three losses. Their three losses came against the Colts, the Bills, and the Bengals, all AFC teams. The, oh, the Bucks Ravens, are in the playoffs. Oh, shit. I didn't know that right now. Continue. Yeah, Sorry. The Ravens Buffalo. have four losses. Their losses came against the Dolphins, the Bills, the Jaguars, three of them. One, The other loss came against the Giants, only one NFC team. So it just kind of shows you what I'm going with is the AFC just is proving to be much stronger. Um, whenever you look at all three of these teams, their records compared to the NFC, that's only like two losses they have in there against NFC teams. They're just losing to the AFC teams. And like I said before, it reminds me of when the West and the NBA was so dominant that you could only the beat East themselves. Was... The East was some Shocked. shit. Yeah, it some was shit. not good. Yeah. It was like bad. You would see like 60, 70 um, records. And then you'd be like, how is it that like this one East team is so good? Because they're just beating the East. Like, that's why. Um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of been the big thing over there that I wanted to bring up. I like that. You brought up with the Eagles. I I just won't. A lot of my friends have a lot of trust. Y'all believed in Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn is injured. Um, <laughs> and then we. I just really have to see. I've never believed in the defense. It didn't really matter who was on the defense. They were still going to get points up against them. You almost lost to a first-time head coach in Jeff Saturday. You were really close to the Lions. Um, you lost to the Commanders. Love you, Taylor. But... You lost to the Commanders, and you should not have lost that game. Um, you're see- a lot of people are like, oh, they could have gone undefeated. I can promise you the Eagles ain't never going undefeated. They just always do random things. That's how the NFC East is. Um, but going into the game picks, because I do have other things for us to talk about, we got to go with one of the hottest teams in the league right now. And this is the first time in a couple of games that they allowed someone to score in the third quarter, and that's the 49ers. And the 49ers play the Seahawks. Um. Uh, Brock Purdy is questionable for the game tomorrow night, just as a quick heads up. It never matters. Um, And can we like, can we pump the brakes on when quarterbacks like that have a a really good game and like, they're the second coming of Jesus Christ. Can we, can can we not do that? And like, like, like your boy, Taylor Heineke. I get it. Right. (laughs) I get it. I totally get it, dude. Like I would love to have like a quarterback with some swagger right now. But, like, let's not act like Taylor Heineke is a top 10 quarterback or a top 15 no. quarterback, right? I mean, let's, let's stop doing that. He's a backup. Yeah, let's stop doing that. Um, Geno Smith the same way. Geno Smith the journeyman, pretty much. But, like, you know, it's not it's not like MVP Geno Smith or anything. Mm. Um, 
I'm going with uh, I'm going with the uh, I'm going with the Seahawks. That's a big one. Going with the Seahawks. Um, if Brock if Brock Purdy doesn't play, I'm going with the Seahawks. If he does play, I'm going with the Niners. So keep that. So I agree. Um, the same exact way. I would only go with the 49ers if Brock Purdy is playing because I, I don't know. You've gone through so many quarterbacks. Um, so that's a good ass thing to end up keeping in mind. The Seahawks need a win. Uh, they yes. were first in the NFC West for a long time, and it just Taking started slipping. Back. Yeah, it did. Um, the next one is the Colts and Vikings. The Vikings are it, another team. These are all Saturday games as well. Yeah, so these are the Saturday nights. First slate. Saturday we have one more games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings. So I have the Vikings in this one. Only reason is I really wonder if um, Justin Jefferson get that record. Uh, he's close to it. 484 yards away, I think. Yeah. And, and he has four a good enough games. Yeah. And you know Kirk Cousins will chuck that shit up to make sure he tries to get near it. Um, you're that close, and you're on your rookie contract, and the Eagles will have to look at this every single year as they yeah. could have drafted him. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the Vikings have the receiver that the Eagles ended up picking after him. So um, True. the next – I have the Vikings, but Ravens-Browns. Ravens. Um, this is an easy one. You guys know I'll never choose against the Ravens, whether they win or lose. Uh, Deshaun Watson, their season's over, but the only thing they're focusing on is can Deshaun Watson continue to um, do better, get reps? I don't really know who the hell the Ravens quarterback is going to be, but it is what it is. I'm black dude, uh, though. It's going to be a black dude. I can promise you that. They got him. <laughs> Yo, practice squad. I could not be believe someone. that, bro. <laughs> Starting quarterback. Him. Back up and third string. I could not believe what I was witnessing. Look, and they wonder why the offense doesn't change because all three do the same damn thing. You can never so, tell the difference. You can't. You can't. So that's and why they say, like, oh, wow. Harbaugh didn't have to change for Huntley because Huntley does the same thing as Lamar Jackson. Brown's going to do it's just the same like, thing. It just with, with each backup quarterback, it just they just get gradually slower than, yeah. than Lamar. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, and they stay more in the pocket half the time. Um, I will say Huntley – is the definition of like your game manager. He's similar to like a Nick Foles. Like if Lamar Jackson was going to be out for a while, Huntley is going to be able to give you wins because he's not going to take the risks that Lamar Jackson would take. And that's kind of the big thing there. But the risks is what is going to get you the money. Um, That's what Patty Mahomes gets the contract he gets. You're not going to flick it to Jared McKinnon if you're just a backup quarterback like that, unless you're like Johnny Mantel. But others won't really do that. Um, Dolphins, Bills. Bills. Dolphins are it's supposed to be terrible weather up there, t- super windy and cold and like six more inches of snow. <laughs> There's no way, dude. I'm going Bills. Dolphins so, might not even make the trip. They, <laughs> no. And I was thinking they honestly should have practiced in Buffalo or like in a cold city. You don't need to be practicing in Miami and then you got to go to Buffalo. All the games that are happening in like the North east area y'all all better be prepared because i saw the jets yeah. might have like some sort of weather with their game um this is going to be impacted i know like the clevelandish games are going to be impacted anything is going to be impacted i have the bills too although i want to see the dolphins do well i just can't trust Tua in this weather either he's no. like from hawaii or somewhere no come no. on um no. eagles bears uh i'm going i all that we said i'm going with the eagles <laughs> yeah i know i'm going with the eagles um on that one too the Lions, no, Falcons, Saints. Oh, what a shitty game. Um, hey, both teams need a win. So I guess someone's got to win. Well, they can tie, but 
Uh, I'm going to say a tie. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Saints. <laughs> oh, that can really I can't do that. So I'm going to say the thing I probably shouldn't say, and I'm going to go with the Falcons and Desmond Ritter. It's not going to be a win, but I really don't know how we can go. Um, uh, clearly, Marcus Mariota has a lot going on, but Lions, Jets. Um, Lions. Jets are, I think the Jets are much like the Giants. Start off solid. We all believed in them, and now they're starting to fall apart. <laughs> Um, my caveat for this one is if Mike White is playing, I'm going with the Jets. If Mike White does not play, I'm absolutely not ever choosing the Jets because that means you know who was in the game, and we're not going with that. Uh, Steelers, Panthers. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers just because the Panthers are not that good. No, and the Steelers so. really – so the Steelers need to win their final four games, I think it is, for Tomlin to not have a losing record for the first time ever. He's had, he's, had five, he's had five he's had five hundred records, but they need to win all the final four games to not have a losing record. So we'll see. I don't believe I don't believe that's gonna happen, but that's just yeah. what they need to do. He is a player's coach, so I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going with the Steelers. The the Panthers just are kind of floating. Uh mm-hmm. Cowboys Jags. This isn't as easy. I'm going with Jags. I believe in Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I just feel they need a win. Uh, you can't come close to the Texans and then lose to the Jaguars. Like you almost need to win by a lot. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, and I've said this in the beginning, I didn't think Ezekiel Elliott was going to be in the league for a long time. Um, Ever since his comments, he had with like Urban Meyer, I just always didn't necessarily have the best impression of him. I really think Tony Pollard's going to be the starter next year. Like, I really think that that's the direction they're going to go. Tony Pollard looks so much better. Um, and they're going to be in Florida. I wouldn't really be surprised if here's one of Steven type projections, all purpose yards. I could see Tony Pollard having almost over 150 all purpose yards. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I don't really know if they're going to use him in the backfield or if they're going to put him like out wide. Uh, but I have the Cowboys um, chiefs Texans, although we don't need to guess this one. Chiefs Mahomes might throw for 6,000 yards. Like he might put up, dude. He's already at forty one hundred yards this season, mm-hmm. which is like nuts. Yeah, I think he had like forty four hundred yards a couple of years ago, or like forty seven hundred yards. And he's, he, yeah, he's definitely gonna get five thousand yards probably. He's got they a lot think, of picks, but like whatever. It for him, it doesn't matter when it comes to clutch time. Those picks won't happen. No, who cares? Um, I have the Chiefs in this one. The other thing is, uh, talking about. Patrick Mahomes and his contract. If you all remember, there was a time when if you signed a quarterback to a long-term extension, they shit the bed basically like the year after and a couple years after that. Patrick Mahomes was something different to the rule because he just gets better every single year. And that's what I really like. He almost, you didn't know that that contract was happening. It wasn't one of those like he was going to hold out. It wasn't one of those things of he was even talking about it. Yo, he did that. And then he said, let me go become some sort of owner with the Kansas City Royals. Like he is mm-hmm. going to give that whole state everything that they ever want. And I have the Chiefs, Cards and Broncos. This could be a battle of the backups. Dude, oh, God. What a <laughs> terrible game, dude. Can I just, can you just, you can just pick some air. All right, heads or tails? <laughs> heads. Uh, it's tails. I'll go with the Broncos. <laughs> That's the same thing I was. Choosing. What a terrible dude! <laughs> what a fucking terrible game. <laughs> hey, that Broncos is... Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride, uh, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, another game that 
I don't really know how it can go. Pats and Raiders. Another coin flip. Um, I'll go with the um I'll go with the Raiders, I guess. Mm. Reluctantly, I'll go with the Raiders. I'll go with the Patriots. They need a win to just stay alive. Um, Titans, Chargers. Chargers. Kind of like the way they're playing. So this is another one that you already know how I always have to pick. I'm going with the Chargers on that one. Uh, shout out to the people that have season ticket seats next to me because they talk to me like probably every week saying like, yo, dude, like, are you going to be at the game? No, I'm not flying across the country for that game. But I'll be like, yes. Yeah, Haven't they picked up there. on that by now? <laughs> like, bro, it's, yo, it's, it's been new it's people been, there every week. It's been, you know, 15 weeks. It's been what, 12 weeks so far? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, like, any they chance this me- week? No, nope. bro. They sent me pictures of my seats. They've asked me, like, are, are you going to be there? Huh? Are empty? Yeah. No. So people are always in the seats. But they sent me a picture, like, the whole stadium, too, like, before the game. So I really appreciated that because now when people ask me, hey, do you have any pictures of, like, your seat location? Hell, yeah, I do. Like, I can give you three, four. I can even ask a homie if he can send me more. Um, but so that's the only thing. I'll probably renew them just because, like, I kind of know where it is. Um, in that section, I don't really know if I want them right next to him or not. Um, but next game is Bengals, Buccaneers. Ugh, uh, Bengals. Bengals are playing pretty well. Pa- uh, Bengals are, are good. Um, Joe Mixon's back. Jamar Chase is back. So I got them. Giants, Commanders. Giants. Giants need to win. I think, so I'm going with I, the, I think Saquon. I think Saquon's going to have a big game. I'm going I'm with the Commanders. It for a while, but... I don't know if Chase Young is going to be normal Chase Young in this game. Also, if it was a was he warm playing? game, he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they're looking towards. Um, if the mm-hmm. commanders played not in D.C. or if we did not live in like the area we live in and we were all in Florida, I would absolutely go to this game. Like it's a Sunday night. It'd be perfectly fine. But it's going to be cold as shit on a Sunday. No, I have better things I can do with that time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to Landover. Trust me. No, I know. <laughs> Last game, uh, Rams Packers. Ugh. Um. Uh, I'll go with the Packers. It's in Green Bay. So I'm going with the Packers. Same reason why it's going to be a cold game. Um, and Baker's not winning two in a row. Like last game was kind of a little bit of a oh, that's game. right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's not happening. That doesn't um, change my opinion now. <laughs> no. The next thing I wanted to bring up was the NBA and more so the Celtics Lakers game, because personally with yeah. me, I feel that that might've been the best game played this year. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the game? And also like, what are your thoughts on how things have gone in the NBA? So the Bucks Lakers game from two weeks ago, was probably the best game of the season for me so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, the also, also the um, Lakers Sixers game from a week ago was also mm-hmm. one of the better games. It's funny how they all have our Lakers. Lakers exactly. Um, I fell asleep pretty early. Um, I was texting my boy Kumar, who lives in LA, mm-hmm. and um, I texted. I, I think the Lakers were down by twenty or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, all right, whatever. But it's I. I cannot. I cannot. Like I can't make this up. I went to bed. I'm like, man. I hope I wake up and I'm like, and I see eighty and LeBron went off for like fifty combined in, in the four, in the fourth, and they won. Whatever, great. And then you texted me like, "Did you watch the Lakers game?" Yep, and then, I know. And then Kumar texted me, was like, "Um, he texted me because uh, I fell asleep probably like I guess mid third or something like that, whatever it was mm-hmm. around that." 
And uh, he texted me. Um, he said, yeah, they'll probably lose by 25. We'll talk talk tomorrow. And he texted me, I would not look at the final score and watch the highlights um, from the yeah. point in this clip. Like six minutes left in the third quarter. And then like LeBron and AD just and Russ went just went off. But no, they were so yeah. tired at the end of regulation. And AD missed the two free throws at the at the end of regulation. You know, even if he makes one, Tatum's gotta make a three. Um, shout out to Tatum at 44. Shout out. Um, but AD got one touch in the in, in overtime. Cannot happen. Um, mm-hmm. I think it needs to be AD's team. I think LeBron needs to like not I don't want to say take a step back because you can't have you know he can't do that. But mm-hmm. I think you need to I think like every time down, AD needs to touch the ball, whether LeBron's mm-hmm. on the floor or not. It has to go through him. Can't be Russ, can't be, you know. Uh, it can't be Lonnie Walker. It can't be Austin Reeves. It has to be Anthony Davis. I know those guys are coming along, um, but it has to be AD with the way he's playing right now. Um, but yeah, that was a great game. I'm pissed that I missed it. Um, but the Lakers have five games right now, all on the West Coast. Not all at home, but all on the West Coast. So they don't really. Mm-hmm. I think they go to Phoenix for one. But they have three at home and two on the road before Christmas against the Mavs. They're five games below 500 right now. So. Like this is, I think, a very important stretch for the Lakers to get back to 500. The West sucks this year. Like the bottom half of the West sucks. So I think they're only like three games out of like eighth place, but like yeah. not like not even eighth place, like fifth or sixth place. So mm-hmm. you know they can still get there, and it's a big stretch for them. So that was a great game, probably like the second or third best game that, that I've seen this season um, within the last like two weeks, and they all involved the Lakers, which is not surprising. No, but it's crazy that they both both teams had like a ninety nine percent chance to win the game almost. Yes, the Celtics were up by twenty and getting and hitting every shot, and then the Lakers were up by thirteen, I think, with like four minutes left. Obviously, yes. they blew that lead. Mm-hmm. So, um, right now, this uh, the seventh seventh place team, the Kings, are fourteen and twelve, and the Lakers are eleven eleven and sixteen. So they're like they're they're you know they're close. They're mm-hmm. two. They're three and a half games out. So, the late the West sucks. The, the Suns have lost five in a row. I'm pretty hyped about that. That's yeah. pretty awesome. You've Screw the Suns, dude. The Suns for a minute. Corny ass team. And my only thoughts that I'm gonna say on the game is Jason Tatum is legit. Like he is All here them. to stay. He is for real. Jalen Brown is getting there. Uh, Jalen Brown is really good. My only thing is Jalen Brown did miss free throws too. That was a big thing. Um, there were sometimes he did turn the ball over, and I think it was either a steal or a block. Uh, that Russell Westbrook had on him. Russell Westbrook came to play that game. Oh, I know Russell Westbrook. We need, we, we need to ship um, Pat Beverly's ass way out of L.A. Like, send yeah. him to, like, like Guantanamo Bay or, like, send him to yep. somewhere else, man. Put him somewhere else. He missed two layups <laughs> in a row, dude. Uh, uh, bro, those were point-blank layups. The one, mm-hmm. there was no one around him. Like, not even close. And second one was just a complete miss. So, he's got to go. Trade his ass mm-hmm. right now. The other one is Austin Reeves. He's been doing good. Um, Reeves yeah. has been playing with the boys. So I got to give man, man, him He's probably getting all the tail out there, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's playing with LeBron and AD. Oh, 1,000%. Um, um, shout out to your boy, I- Joel, Joel Embiid, though. He's finally um, played enough oh, games. 70% of the team's games that you had to play in to be eligible for scoring in the league. First in the oh. league in scoring. Averaging thirty three, thirty three point three this year. He's only averaging nine point seven rebounds, which is like, come on, bro. Like mm-hmm. you're you're nine feet tall, three hundred pounds. What are you doing? How are you only averaging nine point seven boards? Yeah, pissing me off. So 
I'm going to switch anyway. up really quick and then we'll end up going into the closing. But I got to give my props and shout out to the one, the only shout France. Um, they beat Morocco today. And then yesterday, Argentina won. Messi had an amazing assist. That was probably one of the highlights of that game. So Messi beat Croatia. So the championship game is going to be um, France against Argentina, which is an amazing um, game for anyone out there that doesn't watch football, a.k.a. soccer. This is a must watch uh, because you have one of the best that's done it for years and one of the ones that are continuing to establish themselves. For also, for those that don't know, France won the last World Cup and they're back again. Um, so that's a big thing. Then you have for the third place game, Croatia against Morocco, which will be dope um, because they all get money. Just a quick stat that I want to end up letting everyone know about is every single team in the World Cup gets money. Like they get a good amount of money. First place winner ends up getting uh, $42 million. The runner up gets $30 million. Third place gets $27 million. And fourth place gets $25 million. So they all get dumb money. Um, the teams do? The teams. Yep. What? Yeah. But what you got for everyone? That's crazy. Um, by the way, that Argentina France game is on the 18th at 10 a.m. That's mm-hmm. Sunday at 10 a.m. So I you can watch that before before your NFL games. Mm-hmm. Um oh RIP to Mike Leach. Um I know that's big, yeah. big loss in the college football world. Um following college football as closely as I do and for as long as I have. Um Leach was a, a character, always gave gave great interviews. Um, you know. Uh, like halftime interviews, after the game interviews, whatever. Um, always had great, great press conferences. Fucking genius of a coach. Um, mm-hmm. All those guys putting up, you know, four thousand yards. All those offenses that are, you know, putting up forty-five points a game. That's all because of Mike Leach and what he did with Texas Tech. Um, he was yeah. there when they had Crabtree and Graham Harrell, who's one, I think one of the top two or three passers in college football history. Um, so he was an innovator, and that's like a like not even people say that about certain coaches, but he was definitely one of those guys. Um, you know, super sad, had a massive heart attack on Sunday. He was at a Christmas party Saturday night, and he was at practice on Saturday getting ready for their bowl game, which they are playing in. Um, but he had a massive heart attack, and then things just kind of went downhill from there. So RIP to Mike Leach, college football lost a um, great uh, name in the the – uh, the world of college football. So RIP to him and, you know, condolences to his family. Yeah. Um, I echo the same sentiments. I'll make mine super quick. Shout out to the hockey because hockey scores have been making me excited. Um, I love seeing all the high scoring, but that's really all I have for today. Um, bet on all the hockey games. Cause I promise you, you won't be disappointed when you see like seven, eight and shout out to Obi-Wan Kenobi, Alexander Ovechkin. He got 800 shout goals. Out. What a hat trick. Other than that, we out. Peace.